Well, right on, ladies and gentlemen, brothers and sisters. Welcome to our September 20th, 2016 episode of Shakedown Stream, right here on MVYRadio.com. My name's Jer Bear, and we resume where we left off last week. Northwest, Fall, Grateful Dead, 1977. Our feature show this week, this episode, is 10177, the Paramount Theater in Portland, Oregon. Right on. Hey, sit back as we get ready for this week's episode, The Wolf Returns. Right on. Please 
Well, that's a ramble on Rose from the Grateful Dead. That's from the University Arena in Albuquerque, Albuquerque, New Mexico, October 7th, 1977. And before that, we heard a dire wolf from 11070 San Diego, California. Well, Bobby Weir is going to play acoustic in-store performance at Amoeba Hollywood. He's got a new album out called Blue Mountain, and it will be released officially on September 30th. I've already heard a couple of the songs, and they sound really good. I mean, this is going to be a great album. Anyway, let's keep on going. I want to do another one from Albuquerque, and then I'm going to set us up for some more stuff right here on Shakedown Stream.
there's Mississippi Half Step from Houston, Texas, 10-14-77. That is later on in the run that we are, do, uh, that w- this is what we're focusing on uh, this month, the month of September on Shakedown Stream. And just to do a little recap, uh, the last two weeks we were listening to the Seattle shows after the band having a little bit of a break. They did an English Town show, a total standalone show, but it was at the Seattle shows, 928-929, that Jerry brought out the Wolf guitar, which he hadn't played since 1975. It's such an amazing guitar. It has such a great history that we just kind of fell upon this knowledge, and now I'm totally stoked. So we're going to keep on going. We're doing this Northwest Tour. I'm trying to figure out how to make my tongue work, but that's okay. So they did two nights in Seattle, two nights in Portland, and we're going to listen to the first one of the two-night stand at the Paramount Theater, October 1st, and then next week, October 2nd. And this is the Betty Board Show. Well, I was just reading in the news that the latest Hot Tours tally They say that Dead & Company landed at number one based on $6 million in ticket sales that was earned at at two late June dates of their 20-city summer tour. They uh, played at Flushing, New York in late June, and they made $6 million. So... Of all the concerts, of all the live acts that happened this summer, Dead & Company did very well, and they came in at number one. And then the next people are Drake and then Mark Anthony. I don't know anything about Drake, and Mark Anthony is probably not my cup of tea. But anyway, in honor of Dead & Company and their success this summer, let's do uh, these two tunes which are two songs that the dead played very often in 1977. Check it out right here on Shakedown Stream.
Test me, test me Why don't you arrest me? Throw me in the jailhouse Good luck.
That's a Turn On Your Love Light from September 20th, 1990. Yeah. And that was at Madison Square Garden in New York City when Bruce Hornsby joined the band. They did a run of shows. Everybody was wondering if the dead were ever going to be able to be the same without Brent Midland. And there is a case and example and evidence that the dead were just fine. Yeah. Well, Phil and friends uh, have announced three shows at the Capitol Theater in Port Chester, New York, as part of their 2016 Halloween run. It'll be on October 28th, 29th, and the 31st. Right on. So, Phil will be joined by Larry Campbell, Luther Dickinson, Barry Sless, Jason Crosby, John Molo, Teresa Williams, and Nikki Bloom. And again, uh, Bobby Weir is going to play an acoustic at the Amoeba in Hollywood. The independent record store will host a solo acoustic performance by Weir on Tuesday, September 27th at 5 p.m. Admission to the event requires a pre-ordering of Blue Mountain, Bobby's new album, either in person or online beginning at 10.30 a.m. Pacific Time on Friday, September 23rd. Those who pre-order the Josh Kaufman Produce LP will also receive a limited edition poster along with access to the in-store performance. Cool. And Phil just played just recently, last week, 
And he was joined by Jackie Green, Carl Denson, Jason Crosby, the Shady Horns, Eric Krasno from Soul Live, Neil Evans, and Alan Evans. Right on. They did some good tunes. Started off with After Midnight and ended with Turn On Your Love Light. They did a Scarlet Fire. They did a Eyes. They did all sorts of tunes. Yeah, man, Phil, 76 years old and he's still playing. Playing with good musicians. And that's cool. Well, right on, yeah, I'm Jer Bear and I'm enjoying my week. Uh, we had a nice little rain here, but I saw a beautiful sunset. Colors on the clouds. Digging it. Yeah. Yeah, it's been very dry here on Martha's Vineyard. Too dry. And uh, so we finally got some rain. I hope we get more rain. I don't know what the weather's like where you are, but it seems kind of out of flux. So we just kind of move forward, move together, and we're going to keep on streaming. It's time for the Bear Essentials, and what I've decided to do this week, there's a new album out called Penny's Farm with Jim Queskin and Jeff Muldar. Yeah. So these guys were around in Washington Square, Harvard Square, at the dawn of the folk revival, and they were... Influenced by songs from the Mississippi Delta, the Appalachian Mountains, the Memphis Jug Bands, the South Louisiana Cajuns, and the Texas Bluesmen. Right on. And they got turned on by Gis G Mississippi John Hurt. But they listened to this 1952 release, the Harry Smith Anthology of American Folk Music. And some of these recordings, of the original recordings of these songs, like the one we're about to listen to, May 24th, 1939. And this was recorded at the state penitentiary by an inmate by the name of Big Charlie Butler. Right on. Check it out. I ain't gonna work in the country and neither Forrester's farm. I'm gonna wait till my Maybell comes and she's gonna follow me home. Diamond Joe, come on to get me, Diamond Joe. Come on to get me, Diamond Joe. Come on to get me, Diamond on a mountain and give my horn a blow thought I heard Miss Mabel saying yonder comes my bow Diamond Joe come on to get me Diamond Joe come on to get me Diamond Joe come on to get me Diamond Joe I ain't gonna tell you no story and neither tell you no lie I'm gonna ask Miss Mabel stay And then she's keeping on by Diamond Joe, come on to get me Diamond Joe 
you get me Diamond Joe. Come on to get me Diamond Joe. Come on to get me to glory beyond the beautiful sea I'm gonna wait till my Maybell comes and oh how happy we'll be Diamond Joe come on to get me Diamond Joe come on to get me Diamond Joe come on to get me Diamond Joe I ain't gonna work in the country and neither foresters farm I'm gonna wait till my Maybell comes and she's gonna follow me home. Diamond Joe, come on to get me, Diamond Joe. Come on to get me, Diamond Joe. Come on to get me, Diamond Joe. Diamond Joe, come on to get me, Diamond Joe. Come on to get me, Diamond Joe. Come on to get me my good Joe, Diamond Joe. Well, that's Diamond Joe, performed by Jeff Muldar and Jim Queskin on their new album called Penny's Farm. It was released this year, 2016. They do a couple other tunes that we may recognize, Tennessee Blues, 99-Year Blues, Lewis Collins, and Fishin' Blues, just to name a few. Yeah, Jim Queskin and Jeff Moldar on their new album called Penny's Farm. That was Diamond Joe. Jerry Garcia used to play that. He started playing it in 1987 as an acoustic tune. And when he did that run of shows on Broadway, it was a tune that was played, and then he played it a few more times in 1988 also as an acoustic tune yeah, the Jerry Garcia acoustic band yeah Diamond Joe one thing about the dead and Garcia is uh, we get turned on to songs that we probably would never listen to uh, but once you get exposed to these tunes uh, it kind of opens your mind up and you want to check out where did that come from how do I get my hands on that kind of feeling well, again, let's get back to our featured show. October 1st, 1977, and we're going to do the first night of the dead in Portland, Oregon. They uh, drove south after their Seattle shows to Portland, and Garcia's playing the wolf guitar. And uh, I thought it was sounding pretty good in Seattle. Uh, this show is a Betty Board show recorded by Betty Cantor. And uh, there's a couple cuts here and there, but uh, we're going to get the gist of most of the show. And uh, I think there's one tune that may have been broken out on this show that hadn't been played since 1974. You know, we'll talk about that during the break. 
But why don't we get going right here, right now? The Dead, 10-1-77, Portland, Oregon.
Holy cow! The music never stopped at the Paramount. Well, hot diggity dog, that is the most awesome music never stopped. It is considered one of the greatest ones of 1977, and you heard it right here on Shakedown Stream. Yeah, man, we're at the Paramount in Portland, Oregon, 10177, and you definitely are there. Before the music never stopped, we heard a Peggy O, a all-new Minglewood Blues, Tennessee Jed, Passenger, Deal, Cassidy, Dire Wolf, Mexicali Blues, They Love Each Other, and The Promised Land. And both They Love Each Other and Promised Land uh, were very much cut and uneven in their recording, but that's the first set of the show. Yeah. So these two shows in Portland are considered very good shows, but um, not talked about, not traded very much, and uh, definitely better than the Seattle shows. Cool. Man, that music never stopped. It was good. Wow, wow, wow. And, you know, the drummers are on. The Rhythm Devils are on. Well, just to do a little review of 1977, and I thought I would, they had some new songs that they broke out in 1977. Estimated Profit, Terrapin Station, Fire on the Mountain, Passenger, and Sunrise. And some of the other new songs, which they did not write, Ico Ico, Jack O'Roe, and Got My Mojo Working. And then they brought out some songs like Truckin', Dupree's Diamond Blues, Broke Down Palace, Jack Straw, Me and My Uncle, Mexicali Blues, China Doll, Dire Wolf, Black Peter, which we will hear in the second set, Casey Jones, Nobody's Fault But Mine, and a one-time only China Cat Rider, which they hadn't played since 1974, and that is one of the last shows of 1977. Well, that is awesome, man. So we will hear a Black Peter. It'll be the first one they've played since 1974. A tune they play. I think I heard just about every Black Peter. Every time I went to a show, they played Black Peter. And I thought, why me? Well, I've talked about in 1977 was kind of a tough year for all the band members in different ways. But for Jerry, he had gone through a very messy breakup with his girlfriend at the time, Deborah Coons. And as you know, would later become his wife, his last wife. And also, Jerry had to deal with Ron Rakow's fallout and him taking over $200,000 for the band that he felt was owed to him. And since Jerry brought him in, he was penalized by cutting back on his paycheck down from $50 a week. A pretty serious reduction. But also Jerry started to hide a lot more because he became this icon and everybody wanted something from him, says Kid Candelero. And he and Mountain Girl weren't doing well either. However, he would go on to marry her in the early 80s. So in some ways you can maybe get a sense that they liked being on tour because it was a way of not thinking about stuff. So, well, this is cool. I got a feeling that I just want to keep going with this fall 
1977 theme like right to the end of the year but first things first we we've made a commitment to these northwest shows but after these shows they went down to they started to do a southwest tour going to Arizona, New Mexico, Houston, Dallas, Oklahoma so on and so forth cool well pretty soon we're going to be officially into fall it's already getting darker I hope you ordered your light box by now and you should think about taking rhodiola which is a good way of uh, in a very natural way uh, stay ahead of the the uh, the dark winter blues that you can get rhodiola it's spelled R-H-O-D-I-O-L-A. And you can take up to 200 or 500 milligrams. And, uh, you know, try it out. You may like it. I don't know if you guys have ever done, like, energy testing. Sometimes when I'm in a health food store and I'm thinking about a supplement, uh, Unbroken Jane will do an energy test on it to see if it's something that my body wants. Yeah. You could look that up. How do you do energy testing? Because uh, it's a good way for me to know. Yeah. Well, anyway, I hope we get more cowbell in the second set of this show. So why don't we get right to it? We return to the Paramount Theater in Portland, Oregon, 10-1-77, right here on MVY's Shakedown Stream.
Well, that's the Grateful Dead reeling and rocking with an around and around. And the second set of 10177 in Portland, Oregon. Before that was a Black Peter. First one played since 1974. Not Fade Away, out of drums. Dancing in the Streets, out of Eyes of the World, out of Estimated Profit. Before that, it must have been the Roses. Very fine. And then we heard a Bertha Good Lovin' to open up the second set. Cool. No encore for this show. I don't know why that is. Maybe the show went longer than, I don't know. Who knows? But there were some really nice highlights on this show. Uh, I like the eyes, the roses. Uh, right before Bertha, you could hear Phil kind of doing a little Good Lovin' riff. And I didn't know if he was hoping that they would play that or he was just getting ready for it. And uh, certainly that music never stopped. That was just awesome. That was, I mean, it was an amazing music never stopped. And now I know why it's uh, one of the better ones. Well, right on. So I will continue to remind you of Bobby Weir's new album that will be coming out, Blue Mountain. There was a a nice article about Josh Ritter, who collaborated on a song with Bobby Weir for that album. And the reason why he was able to do that is he is friends with Josh Kaufman, who is in his band. And they have been great friends. And Josh Kaufman was the producer of the album. And so when he heard about this project, he said, oh, my God, let me write a song for Bobby. Um, What did he say? He said some nice things. Um, Quote, I just felt to write these like simple cowboy songs and Western songs would be just a thrill. So I begged Kaufman to let me send a couple of songs along to see if Bob liked them. And that's how it all started. He goes on to say that Blue Mountain is inspired by ranch stories and fireside songs. Cool. But some of the songs that I've heard already from the album, uh, you can tell Bobby has the perfect voice. Like uh, his his he's aged at such a quality uh, that like he's more ready to sing these songs than probably any other time in his life. And I was surprised to learn that it was recorded before the Fair D. Wells shows. And uh, that he did it, you know, over a year ago. I think I got that right. And it's uh, the brothers from the National who helped out on that album. Bobby uh, has good friends and he keeps getting more new good friends. Well, speaking of 1977, which is what we've been doing, and particularly the second half of 1977, where... Jerry brings out the wolf guitar. Let's go to the Orpheum Theater in Boston, December 2nd, 1977, with the Jerry Garcia Band. I've seen quite a few shows in the Orpheum Theater. It's a good one. Let's check it out. This is Jerry on December 2nd, 1977. Right on.
The waterfront docks where the sailors all come in. Maybe she'll pick him out again. How long must he wait? One more time for that simple tweet. It's a sin to know and feel too much within. All I know, she was my twin, but I lost the ring. She was born in spring. I was born too late. Blame it on a simple twist of fate. Blame it on a simple twist of fate. Oh, blame it on simple twist of
Well, there's the Jerry Garcia band doing Mission in the Rain. The Orpheum Theater in Boston, December 2nd, 1977. And before that, Simple Twist of Fate. That's an audience recording by Steve Hopkins. Nice job. Sounds good. Cool. Well, my dear friends, we are going to pick up where we left off next week with the October 2nd, 1970 show at the Paramount Theater in Portland. But before we do, I want to leave you with a couple tunes. Uh, one tune in particular from 1977. And this is from Albuquerque, October 7th, 1977. And before this show, they were in Arizona. And just to give us a taste of this conversation of the fall of 1977, when they released the road trips of the fall 77 CD release, uh, the bonus CD had a nice chunk of this show, but these two tunes were not on it. So I share these with you now. Right on. Peace. And I'll see you next week. Have a good week. And thank you, Terry, for the Lightbox link on Shakedown Stream group page on Facebook. Peace. Right on.